Ephesians chapter 6. And we're at verse 14, the second part of that. It, it starts with, Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth. Does the truth matter? Absolutely, in a day when truth is not being promoted in many places, it's a scarcity, a scarce commodity in the land, as it was in Israel in the day of apostasy. In the day just before they went into captivity, where can we find the truth? But in a couple of prophets, like Isaiah and Jeremiah, and um, their ministry spanned over many kings, and they told it as it was the truth. They got them into trouble, got them into the pit, <laughs> when they told the truth <coughs> yes well no the southern Judah Jeremiah was in a pit in Jerusalem so that was later in the in just before the or during the captivity from the Babylonians um, <clears throat> and then it reads good about with the truth having on the breastplate of righteousness having on the breastplate of righteousness great theme for tonight righteousness righteousness let's pray thank you lord for your word and may you bless it to us tonight and may lord we be walking in your righteousness imparted to us as a gift of god by faith lord bless the thoughts of these things to us tonight may we all have the breastplate of righteousness upon us we ask in jesus name amen <clears throat> I did remember the sermon. <laughs> We've got that here. The breastplate of righteousness. <clears throat> now, what part of the body does the breastplate of righteousness protect? Yeah. <laughs> vital organs, isn't it? Um, <clears throat> that protects the upper vital organs, the heart and the lungs. Um, keep thy heart with all diligence. It's like when you go to get your car inspected in New South Wales. You don't have to in Victoria. They check a couple of things, some important things that they're interested in. What are they? Brakes. Steering. Tyres and lights. That's basically what they do. If you've got gas, they do that too. So you don't blow it up. Yeah, double. But... <clears throat> They're the vital things of the car. A bit of rust, a bit of this, a bit of that, doesn't seem to matter here. I haven't had them pointed out yet anyway. And <laughs> in the Christian's life, these vital things matter. Something wrong with your heart? Go see the doc or the cardiologist. Um, <clears throat> long before it came evident, I knew there was something wrong with mine. There was just something wrong. <laughs> Since that, it just wasn't going right and beating like like crazy um, <clears throat> trying to get the job done and um, lungs is another very important thing so these things are covered by the breastplate of righteousness book of proverbs tells us keep thy heart with all for out of it are the issues of life that's where it comes from <laughs> the issues of life thy heart matthew Chapter 15 and verse 18 and 19. <clears throat> Matthew 15, 18. Talk about verse 17. Do not you yet understand that whatsoever entereth in at the mouth goeth out into the belly and is cast into the draught 
but those things which proceed out of the mouth come forth from the heart and they defile the man. For out of the heart proceedeth evil thoughts, murderers, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witnesses, blasphemies. These are the things which defile a man, but to eat with unwashed hands defileth not a man. Maybe you shouldn't tell young boys that. <laughs> to eat with unwashed hand is not going to hurt you. <laughs> it doesn't defile, but it's talking in a spiritual sense here. <clears throat> it's the heart. The heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it? That's what the scriptures say. That's the truth. <laughs> and God has said it. And Satan wants us to display these ugly passions instead of a love for Christ. Those things that proceed, evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witnesses. And when these inner Christian are taking the front seat, then we know there's something wrong with our heart. When these thoughts, you know, the heart and the, the, the thoughts are tied together, are they not? There's something wrong with the Christian life. But we need to put on righteousness. A word that is used 92 times in the New Testament and it's used 30 times in one book. What book do you think that might be? The word righteousness. John. Not John? Romans. Romans? Romans it is. It's used 30 times in Romans. Um, <clears throat> I think if I said believe, you'd be right, Ross. <laughs> and that's in the Gospel of John, believe. Here... And that they're tied together because belief brings righteousness. And Romans' theme is righteousness. <clears throat> In fact, this word is what sparked the Reformation through Luther. That's what he got, he got, he got so fed up with the system he was in, the Catholic Church. It was all works this, works that, pay for this, pay for that, pay your people, pay your friends out of hell, purgatory. Well, there's not no such place, but and then works, 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 and the, the indulgences, all these things for sale. Try to make money. All it was is a money making racket. That's the, the whole, and it still is. <laughs> they're not willing to give up anything, even with all the abuse that their priests have got up to in our country and other countries. They're still not willing to forfeit the riches, the billions and trillions of dollars they have. They, they, they make us say, well, if you go for us like that, we won't be able to keep our social programs up. Huh. Well, they've been robbing people for almost, what, 1,700 years. They've been taking people's property for nothing and killing them. They've got riches, all right. <laughs> but uh, they, the works is how they motivate people. If you work, if you work, if you give, if you do this, if you do that, then you'll get to heaven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, you can't do anything against them because they know all about you. <laughs> they're, they're confessional. Well, Romans teach us that righteousness of God, the righteousness of God, he, he talks about that and it talks about the sinfulness of man, the opposites. God does what he does because he is God. He has a character he has because he is God. Man does what he does because he is a sinner. And but for the grace of God, it'd be a terrible place if there was no righteousness around. There's no salt of the earth. There was no light present through the Christian. 
And the genius of the gospel is that God does not ask us to imitate his righteousness because that's impossible for a man to do. But God implants his righteousness by means of regeneration in us. The failure in the Old Testament was because they were trying to imitate God's righteousness. Noble thought, (laughs) but not possible because we're all born sinners and we cannot please God. We cannot appease him in any way. We cannot satisfy. We cannot propitiate God by our works. Um, So there's a great divide between true Christianity and man's religion. Man's religion, pure religion, undefiled, undefiled before God and the Father is this. It's the only way it's positively used in the New Testament, in the book of James. But man's religion is usually, how can I work my way to heaven? True Christianity is not based on works. It's based on faith. And that righteousness we're talking about from Romans comes from that. Let's notice a few. Romans 1 and verse 17. This is the righteousness, the breastplate of righteousness. Absolute requirement to get to heaven. Book of Romans 1 and verse 17. Just taking four thoughts and then we'll go into looking at these passages a little bit more. 1.17 For in it, that is in the gospel of Christ, is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. As, is, as it is written, and what did Luther find? <laughs> the just shall live by? For in it is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith. It's through faith that we receive righteousness via the gospel of Christ, the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believes. So righteousness is revealed there as the means by which we are accepted by God and have the breastplate of righteousness. Go to chapter verse, I mean verse 18, same chapter. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold, who hold the truth in unrighteousness. Who hold the truth is sort of a, what do you call that, a contradiction like? Oxymoron. Oxymoron. Yeah, it's uh, tr- holding the truth in unrighteousness. you got the truth, but they're not holding it in righteousness. And so righteousness is revealed in verse 17. It's required in verse 18. <clears throat> because of our ungodliness, we require God's, we require God's righteousness. And chapter 4, verse 5, we'll... Come back to some of these portions. 4 verse 5 of Romans. If you haven't, read through Romans and mark, colour the word righteousness in so you can see it at a glance. It's an it's a easy way to see. This is, a, this is the theme. Verse 5. But to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. So righteousness received. Righteousness revealed, chapter 1, verse 17. Chapter 1, verse 18, righteousness required by God. There's only, because we're unrighteous, we require his righteousness. Righteousness received, 
by faith as it's given here in, in verse chapter 4 verse 5 his faith is counted for righteousness and then in chapter 6 Paul expands the thought that righteousness needs to be reproduced not self-righteousness not works righteousness but we do work righteousness it's because we are righteous we do the righteous deeds you see not the works thing we do it because we are saved not to get saved and this reproduction of righteousness is through the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit chapter 6 um, <clears throat> verse 13 we'll go right there neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin but yield yourself unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. So our responsibility as a Christian, as a righteous person, having the breastplate of righteousness, is to yield our members, our body, as instruments of righteousness to God. Verse 17 of the same chapter, that God be thanked, whereas ye were the servants of sin, ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine that was delivered to you unto to her. Delivered you, being then made free from sin, you become the servants of righteousness. And verse 19, at the end of that, even so now yield ye your members servants to righteousness unto holiness. So righteousness ought to be reproduced in our life. <clears throat> you know, since Bunnings has turned up in town, we used to have, before Bunnings come, we had home hardware thing and we had uh, Terry's, Terry's Hardware, a little shop downtown. But now we've got Bunnings, there's crowds of people. I think, how did everybody get through those stores before? They didn't. <coughs> because now it's do-it-yourself. A lot of people are doing it themselves because they access to all these fandangled things and tools, haven't they? <laughs> yeah that's right we, I remember buying a drill and it was a big decision because they were so dear in those little stores you just didn't buy things but now you can go down there and get a any oh. but anyway do it yourself and our, our culture our thinking is we can do it ourselves in Christian circles and it's not right we cannot have that breastplate of righteousness if we try to do it ourselves. Who, who are the ones that are the major religions that do it themselves? You know, go to Bunnings, do it yourself store, spiritually speaking. <laughs> Say? JW. So you're going to work their way up the street <laughs> and down the street. And if they do it hard enough, they'll become one of the 144,000, they say. The Mormons don't see them around much. They used to be more prevalent. Are they still functioning down South Albury there? See, they had a big place. Okay. So they, <coughs> they're going to work their way. Um, <coughs> ask the Jehovah's Witness if he's a, one of the 144,000. <laughs> You're really having him over a barrel then because he, <laughs> he has to admit there's a lot more than that. In Ask him first. How big is your organisation? How many millions of people are involved in it? Then when he says that, well, you're one of the 144,000, are you going to get it? Are you going to get there? <laughs> anyway, they might have dropped that doctrine. <laughs> Working their way to heaven. 
What's the major one? Who's the major one? We've already referred Catholic. Catholic. The Roman Catholic. They're the ones that we've referred to before. And most main line denominations are going that way. Most of them. They're working their way to heaven. What was the one in the Old Testament? Who were the ones in the Old Testament that did the same thing? The Jews. They ended up trying to work their way to heaven. For true Christianity, God does it and that's it. It's faith righteousness, not works righteousness. He gives us his Holy Spirit, as we've read even tonight already in Romans, to produce Christ's righteousness through us. Let's go back to Romans 4. <clears throat> what shall we say then? That Abraham, that our father, as pertaining to the flesh, hath found. If Abraham were justified by works, he has something of which to glory, but not before God. He did a lot of works, is what it's saying here, but not before God could he boast. For what saith the scripture? Abraham believed God, and it was counted to him for righteousness. It was reckoned to him for righteousness. God saw his heart that he believed in him, and he forsook Egypt and all the possibilities of becoming a pharaoh, being pharaoh raised in Pharaoh's court, and he learned the Egyptian way, and he forsook that. He saw some better thing, didn't he? <laughs> he saw a better way. Um, having respect, it's in Hebrews, having respect unto the recompense of the reward. R, R, R. <laughs> Remember that. Respect, recompense, reward. He saw the future, believed by faith in God. And so he forsook all that and he went out to the desert <laughs> and he led the people for 40 years in the desert. I must wait a minute. I'm talking about Moses there, not Abraham. And they of the Old Testament had this faith that God wanted. Abraham took off from his place, believing the promise of God, as we are looking at last night. I got carried away on Moses. And he's, he, he's the RRR man, actually. He had respect under recompense of the reward. But all of them who were God's children believed by faith. Have we? Let's read some more in that chapter, chapter 4 and verse 4. For it, now to him that worketh is a reward not reckoned of grace but of debt. And that word reckoned and counted, referring to similar thing, was counted as him for righteousness. Now to him that worketh not, but believeth on him that justifieth the ungodly, his faith is counted for righteousness. Even as David also describeth the blessedness of the man unto whom God imputeth righteousness without works. And Moses and all the others. God imputeth righteousness without works. It'd be an easy life if that happened for us on our bank accounts wouldn't it they just input 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 and you didn't have to work for it <laughs> would, would make us lazy <laughs> but God here 
does that as we believe by faith he inputs righteousness to our account without works without works and as Luther discovered this he was over the moon and excited (laughs) then he could nail up his thesis on the door and declare what he believed and there the word impute reckoned and counted and then is used and then down in verse 11 and he received the sign of circumcision a seal of the righteousness of faith this was just an outward thing of something that already happened within yet being uncircumcised he believed when and he was made righteous when he was uncircumcised that he might be the father of all them that believe though they be not circumcised that righteousness might be imputed unto them and verse 22 of the same chapter now it is written now it was not written for his sake alone but it was that it was imputed to him for but for us also to whom it shall be imputed so god's righteousness is input imputed to our account as it was to abraham because he believed how many works is, is believing a work? No, it's not a work. <laughs> it's not do it yourself. <clears throat> believing and he, we receive this righteousness. Chapter 3 and verses 1 to 6. Sorry, 21. Romans three But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifest, being witnessed by the law and the prophets, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ. So in Romans 4 that we've just looked at, by believing it is imputed and by faith. And here it talks about being by faith. Without the law, law requires works. Faith is just believing and we receive his righteousness. Um, and it's again mentioned in verse 25 and 26 of chapter 3. Chapter 5 of Romans and verse 17 and 19, or through to 19. By one man's offence, death reigned by one much more. They who receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteous, the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by one man's offence, Adam in the garden with Eve... Judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, the Lord Jesus Christ, the free gift. It's the gift of righteousness. Then we live righteous lives. And so it's gifted to us. It's by faith. It's by believing. As you read these these verses, and we won't go to the others, I'll mention them. And we've looked at some of these before in chapter 6 and verse 3. No, 13, sorry. 6, 13. 16 and 18 through to 20 there that's where we were talking about the works we do of righteousness because we are righteous having on the breastplate of righteousness it's by faith we didn't go to chapter 9 let's turn there to Romans 9 and verse 30 and 32 what shall we say then then that the Gentiles who followed not after righteousness have attained to righteousness even the righteousness is a, which is of faith can you imagine being a Jew 
and the New Testament starts, the, the offering of Christ has happened and being part of the Sanhedrin, the religious leaders um, doing, a, doing a lot of things to make yourself a Christian, spending your whole life doing this, your whole life revolves around your religion, being part of that. And then you hear that these dogs, the Gentiles, get saved. And they become the children of Abraham. You've spent your whole life trying to work there, trying to get it. And they just believe and get it. You, you know why they were steaming mad. We've spent all our life doing this and you say you can get it just by faith. And that's right. <laughs> and you can, you can imagine how mad they were. <laughs> and, and, and the Lord's preaching about it too. But Israel, who followed after the law of righteousness, works righteousness, verse 31, hath not attained to the law of righteousness. They couldn't reach it. Because there's always some law they broke. You've got people today that deny their bodies. They'll deny doing this and deny doing the other things that are okay for a Christian to do. But they're trying to do it to get to heaven. And they have this Yobo Gentile or person from the back backwoods say, I believe the Lord Jesus and I'm saved. They get upset. They get upset with that because they've worked and worked and worked. They've taken cakes to the stall and the fate has been on at the church and they've got behind it, but they're not going to heaven. They haven't got the breastplate of righteousness, which is by faith. I pray that you have and we have. And, and you go down, I haven't got time, 10, Romans 10, 3 to 6, I think it's meant 1, 2, 3. About six or seven times the word righteousness is used there. Well, verse 3, they've been ignorant, Jews being ignorant of God's righteousness, going about to establish their own righteousness works, have not submitted themselves unto the righteousness of God. Too easy. Can't be that simple. For Christ is the end of the law for righteousness to everyone that believeth. And then verse 9, 10 to 13, how to get saved. <laughs> Confess with your mouth, believe with your heart, thou shalt be saved. That's how to do it, Jews. And then chapter 9, 10, 11, he's talking to the Jews. He's addressing them, my, my brothers, my fellow countrymen, what does he call them? For my kinsmen, kinsmen according to the flesh. If only you realised. Now do all those works but because you're a righteous, not to make yourself righteous. So have we got on the breastplate of righteousness? All our righteousnesses are as filthy rags. But God's righteousness is perfect, implanted in us, and then we live it through the power of the Holy Spirit, convicting us to do the right thing. So praise the Lord for his righteousness, not mine. The righteousness of Abraham, David, Moses and those Old Testament people.